Hey everybody, it's Hector. I've just arrived back from Copenhagen and all I can say is that we've had an amazing few days. Days full of sadness, days full of tears, days full of laughter, days full of stories, days full of just looking out the window and daydreaming and asking what's it all about. Me and Freddie did everything together. It was back in the days of Soundgarden, Rage Against the Machine, Nirvana and Pearl Jam. We adored those bands and they were the soundtracks for the car. They were the soundtracks for all our crack. Freddie headed off to Denmark around 1997 with a backpack and a sense of adventure. He did the odd job or two and then he fell in love. He had two children, a boy and a girl. He moved jobs and studied Danish. And as he got better with the local language, he joined the passport office in Copenhagen Airport. He loved it there. And like many a streetwise nab man, he could spot a dodgy passport or a scam a mile away. Over the years, Freddie trained more than anyone else I know. His passion was the gym. He loved pumping iron. He loved getting in under the bar. He trained all over the place. Some of the best gyms on the planet. He went to America to train. Iceland, Scandinavia, the UK, Galway City Gym. He knew them all. About 15 years ago, Freddie decided that alcohol didn't suit him. He gave it all up and never went back. He had the strength of 10 men on his journey and he came out the other side with flying colours. He was a new man, a humble man, a better man. And I was so proud of him that he could do this and told him so many times yeah, I was. My brother died suddenly on his bicycle at dawn on a summer's morning in Copenhagen on his way to work. He's now flying high in the skies above Denmark and Ireland, watching out for us and shining his love down on all of us. He will be missed by all at the passport office, Martin, Kim, Lotta, Jane and all the rest. He will be sorely missed by Morton and Sarah and Nana, by Morton Christofferson, his long-time Viking brother. He will be forever loved and missed by his brother Mark, by Triggsy, by Phil, by Axel, by Fishy and all and all the boys. And to Peter and Cecilia, who loved him like a member of the family for so many years. By Lena and by his Viking Irish son Luca and his beautiful daughter Asta. He will be loved forever and ever by Fiona. I had some of the greatest nights and greatest adventures with my brother. So let's sit back and enjoy them one more time. Slán Freddy. Love you always. Some of my dreams bring me back to Navan, but it brings me back to the house I used to live in, which is a, a bungalow outside, about two miles out the Atboy Road near the school. And uh, I've told some stories about it before, but there was a, it was just a normal 70s bungalow, but we had one toilet and one bath. We had no shower. And it reminds mm. me of the good old days. Nobody had showers back then. Nobody no. had showers. Nobody. This Triton TS90, there was none of that invented. The shower. idea of cleaning yourself standing up just hadn't reached me the... I, I think and what you we only did, washed once a week as well. I think really? what, what we did have. But I, I remember as well, like just in terms of the whole cleanliness thing. I remember we'd have double PE first thing on a Monday morning, and you'd be, you'd be, you'd, you'd be. Do you think you'd have a shower afterwards? You Not were just bet with sweat for the rest yeah. of the day. Straight into a class yeah, after yeah. it. And the sweat. Some and the geography. And then the sun would beat in the window and there'd be a lad beside you from the country and the smell well, would be you off his fair oil jumper. Yeah, yeah, there was always one lad that was just a little just bit Just didn't smellier. get it. Yeah. B.O. But the bat, I remember we got fancy. We did have the, the, the rubber thing that you jammed up 
the, the, on the two pipes and it was a rubber type of little shower. Oh, yeah. Remember yeah, that? It was a oh, too. Do you remember, right. remember that? We all had it back. You put it on, to you the, put it on the taps. Like, ch- a yo- like a yoke you'd put on uh, a beige after and her after Calvin. Exactly. Almost like a milking machine type thing. But yes. anyway, yes. so so the, 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 the whole tradition in our family was there was only one bath once a week. And we all used yeah. the same water <laughs> on a Saturday, the lads. But you all got into the one bath? Well, no, the boys. Now, this is the boys' bath yeah. will be a Saturday. This is a ritual in my house right. on a Saturday. We would all have a bath on a Saturday evening. It's me and me two brothers. But we would use the same bath water. Right. And then on certain occasions, if we were small enough, we'd all get in the bath together. Right, yeah. yeah. And I was 13, my brother was 15. I'm in here just to let you know. <laughs> oh, well, I'm coming in now. I'm in here, by the way. So <laughs> we're we're all in the bath, by the way, and we're all in here now. So so at one stage, Freddie, me older brother, would always decide who gets into what part oh. of the bath because oh, he'd yeah. say, "I'm the getting in the bath where I can slide down at the back." Yeah. The little Mark, my little brother, would get in the middle, and then. No, I'd get in the middle sometimes and then I'd say, Mark, you're the smallest. We'll oh, jam you up against the hot tap. The worst part. <laughs> so the three of us have been in the bath. But anyway, we'd wash ourselves and clean ourselves in the water. And it was Saturday around eight o'clock. Always on a Saturday evening. And we'd get out and we'd have our towel, one or two towels. Maybe share a towel. No, I didn't. We had three towels. <laughs> and then we'd make our way down to the fire in the sort of kitchen TV room because the sitting room was a good room. There's no fire in there. Right. Yeah. And then the nine o'clock news would be. Oh, it's freezing in this in that the good room. Wasn't yeah. It? Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. The, the radiators. The sitting room was never there. used, really, was it? Really? No. In the good room. You hang slabs of meat or. <laughs> they never put on the heat the in the good room. The turkey could be left there. Christmas. And the curtain, close the curtains in the good room there. And you go in, there'd be fusty. Going, when are we ever in this room? And the net curtains. <laughs> so we dry ourselves off at the fire in the little side of TV come kitchen area and we'd be naked, bollock naked, drying ourselves off. And by the time we'd be dry, Dallas would come on the telly then around half nine. And then I always remember drying myself out and watching Dallas and half naked. And I thought it was a great time of the year. Great time and how old week. would you have been now? Uh, tor- 12 or 13. 12 or 13, Jesus. And wasn't your mummy great for letting the three of you traipse around the house in your nip and you're not like four well, I mean, or five? We, yeah, we were four or five and six and seven and eight and nine and ten and ten and eleven and twelve. But it was just those, I don't know, if when, after about 15 or 16 <laughs> we stopped doing it. You were, <laughs> you were very old. <laughs> and, 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 and Sue Ellen would come out in Dallas and Lucy and uh, oh, I, I just understand. thought it was a great time Endings. to be drying myself and those traditions. But That was a great time to be drying yourself. That's what <laughs> you said. Sue Ellen would yeah. come on. But it was great, <laughs> sharing a bath, sharing a bath on a Saturday night, the simple things. And now when I say to people, will you have a bath? You almost look at you going, bath? I'll have a shower. You can't no, hang on. You can't beat Hang a- on. You would say to people, <laughs> would you have a bath? Well, that my is, kids, I, I mean. I'm like, maybe so, kids. So, somebody might call to the house. <laughs> and no and, uh, one, he doesn't well, have John, a bath. Well, John, the two, the two, <laughs> have a cup of tea. <laughs> and the two of you are in the kitchen, and after an hour and a half, <laughs> there's nothing happening, and you just go... Would you have a would you have a bath? <laughs> He's going, what? Can you imagine? Come on, the two of us. No. I'll get up in the taps. I'll take the taps. <laughs> Can you imagine if you said to somebody, well, I'll give you two towels. You well, can slide well, down. Well, Therese, how are you keeping? Would you like a bath? <laughs> and then we used to get a spoon of this vitamin thing. I don't know where my mother got it, but it was called radio emulsion. <laughs> I don't think it was for... I'm not joking you. We used to line up half naked with the towels. <laughs> at night time. I know, I'm watching Dallas. Half naked. 
video emulsion. Yeah, I think like that's what, paint. We'd line up like we're queuing for communion. I think that's, a, I think that's paint. <laughs> a paint colour. What's it called again? Radio, radio. radio emulsion. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> That was that ever a thing? Was that ever was okay? It was luminous. It was luminous yellow ah, stuff in a big, in the, the big bottle. It was like a six litre bottle. And we'd line up. Was it and like my mother would say, open up. <laughs> and we have naked with the towel watching Dallas. Oh, was it like castor oil kind vitamins. of stuff? That was, that was my vitamins for the week. What effect did it have? I don't you? know. We used to just <laughs> take it. And At ra- night time though, ra- Radio I? mulch. I swear to God, that was the name. But it was Couldn't yellow I syrup. I check if that's real. Trina, the mother. Open up, open up. A big tumble teaspoon what in. Flavor, what flavour was it? It was a yellowy, really like citrusy, banana. citrusy, oh. citrusy taste. And radio, then, radio was a cup. Definitely. Radio mulchin. Please, somebody somewhere help me with this. Big, big brown bottle like you'd see in an old style. And uh, I, that was our laboratory. There was, but you <laughs> for cattle. But look at how 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 far ahead of our t- of our time was my mother giving us these vitamins back in the early late seventies, and coming out of the bath on a Saturday night, <laughs> you get your vitamins like dosing cattle. It it sounds like the stuff you get off a vet now as opposed <laughs> to a chemist. <laughs> oh man! Or the chemist made it up himself. Yeah. Okay, line up the three of us. Oh man, it was great days. But I love those those memories. I love those memories. Those were the days back then when that when that boy when that young lad could even come up with that beautiful criminal eloquent act of imagination and divilment to burn a couch and tell the parents and nearly burn the house down. Navin was fucking hopping from a Friday night to a Tuesday night. <laughs> Uh, Diamonds Nightclub, which is only a mile from your house, half a mile, was the epicentre when Ecstasy came into Navin first and MDMA came in. The nightclub was, you'd have a couple of hundred people coming in from the wedding, dancing around with their handbags and the high heels, right, all in a big thing, going, hey! After then, listening to Jack and Oh, come on, Eileen! Oh, oh you know that. Do you remember that one? Put your handbags on, they'd throw all the handbags in, the, all middle, the, sh- in yeah. the middle and they'd be all, hey! And then you'd look up to the to the right and there'd be all the townie boys up on top of tables <laughs> with their tops Bottoms off. Of water. <laughs> with their tops off. Uh, sing hallelujah Sing it hallelujah All the boys from Dean Cogan And all the town lads Would be up on top of tables With their tops off And jaws flapping One jaw going like a typewriter To the right to the left Navin was hopping and, But where did they So the Navin was hopping Like most rural towns yeah. back then Salt Hill was hopping uh, Clonmel was hopping Tipperary was hopping Wexford Town hopping And Dublin hopping But what did people do that's a helicopter outside if anybody wants to know what the... It's, the coming, for, the it's coming for Tommy. Um, what did people do then two o'clock in the, at night when the nightclubs close and they're still buzzing? People just went to houses, did they? Oh, back to houses, stripped wallpaper, did jobs with the mother the next day. No, but that, that, that <laughs> night, what did they do? Stripped wallpaper and did jobs how with did, their mother. How did the night, how did the night keep so, going? For flagging the cider and, 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 and off in House the car. parties. Did I, did I ever tell you the story about me brother and the car? No. Oh, Jesus Christ, Tommy, this is because I mentioned diamonds. So, <laughs> Freddie, my brother, um, 
got a job for a corrugated iron packaging company in Dublin, and I won't name the company. It was like a massive company that does corrugated packaging. No, but you've no problem naming your brother. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say. (laughs) Poor Freddie is getting an awful deal in here. Okay, okay. My brother, my brother, Paul. um, (laughs) Inverted commas. So my older brother was called Paul, and... He worked for a, a, a company. It's Freddy, say Freddy. It's fucking Freddy. Will you yeah. move on? We don't I care fucking about he worked the... for a company in Dublin called Lenpack. Go on. That's not, neither here Is nor that there. A, are we allowed to say that? What? I don't know. He got a company car from a company in Dublin called Lenpack. In 19... Do they exist now? I haven't a clue. 1989, or... 1990. Yeah. Navin was oomph, 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 oomph. Every Friday night, we just couldn't wait to get into Diamonds Nightclub. And it was all that early 90s rave music. It was brilliant, brilliant night. So me, Fleffin, Trigsy, another mate of ours. Trigsy. Would, uh, Freddie would have the car. It was a, it's a Mitsubishi Colt and it was red and it was a 1.2 GL and it was 89D. Brand new company car. And we were cool as fuck. Freddie would drive. We'd have sheepskin coats on, Doc Martens, cool jeans, fucking we were boys. We'd have Soundgarden on and we'd have a bit of this and we'd have mixtapes in the front and we'd have loads of flagons of cider in the boot of the car. And we'd have a few flagons before we'd go to the nightclub. Freddie would pick us up and we'd cruise around the town in Navin. Right, we were Legend. cool as fuck. Brand new car. Windows down. Brand, brand new car. Pearl Jam, Nirvana, flagons of cider, boys hopping in with joints. Who used? You want to lift out? Yeah, come on, we're going. Down to the Royal Mead, back into the car, out to the nightclub. Don't give that cunt a lift. Yeah, he wants a lift. And then the bit, the bit, then the boys, then He's the back a of the. fucking tune. No, shut your mouth. You're the acid. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who's got Have you any skins? Have you? So. We'd be in the Royal Mead and the classic in the Royal Mead was, right, are we going? Are we all right? There'd be nine of us hopping into the car. Get your tunic. Get your coat and your tunics. We're gone. Freddy's ready. And then... The, ready, Freddy, go! <laughs> the classic would be the slug, the final slug of your glass would be the one to show your teeth. Right, are we, are we, are we out of here? Yeah, we're fucking out of here. <laughs> Do you know the way when you put your, yeah. you put your teeth into the glass to get the final slug? <laughs> Eat the cup. And out we go to Diamonds. And we'd walk into Diamonds and then we go. And Freddie was a good man for the ladies. There wasn't a weekend to go by that Freddie wouldn't have a beautiful woman. He Freddie used to do the bodybuilding, so he was sculpted as well. Black as a, a hair. Good he looked, looked like he looked like a young Bono. He was he, he didn't look like no, a young he must have looked he a bit better did, than Tommy. Bono. He wore a U2. I remember him going to the gym and I was looking out of the house with my mother one day in the middle. He looked like Pierce Brosnan's good looking brother. I remember my yeah. I remember my brother walking off to the first gym in Navin with a pair of those big suede black three buckle boots, tight jeans and he had a U2 war t-shirt cut off at the thing and he had a plastic bag and I, and I looked out the window I said, and my mum said to me, where is he after? I said, he's going to the gym. That was his first time ever going to yeah. Freddie, Freddie's a good looking lad so yeah, plenty of women. Loads of muscles. Well built, strong. So, that night anyway, me and Paul, Trigsy, should we were bananas. We should, we couldn't do anything. We didn't know where we were. Pills? No, no, it was just, we were bananas. Flagons. Just drink. We were bananas. We were ossified. We couldn't get a lift home. Freddie was away with a woman. Well, we were leaving the car park at the nightclub and he comes, pulls up in the Mitsubishi Colt 1.2 GL 
D Reg. D Reg eighty nine. She knows. And I cannot name for for reasons the lady that was in the front of the car. No, because she's married now with four kids of her own. <laughs> but the window. And not to but, no, not to <laughs> <laughs> But the window went down, and it wasn't a, a roll down. It was unbelievable. And me and Paul looked in, using up half the bathroom. And Freddie <laughs> said, "Freddie said, it'll be no lift home for his lads. I'm off." And he just scooted off. Cut a long story short. 16 hours later, I am in the kitchen trying to help out with the Sunday dinner. No sign. After he's retiled the no, house. No sign of me, brother. No the mother says to me, I'll just put this roast beef in now. Any sign of your brother? He didn't come home last night. And I'm there covered me brother's tracks at yes. all times. Yeah. No, I don't know. Sure, look, I think he stayed over some night. It might be in Paul's. I'm not sure he stayed over last night. Why, did you not get a lift home with him? Which is a massive thing oh, for your mother. Oh. Yeah. No, 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 I left him. No, no, I didn't. No, no, I better go out here and get the spuds, yeah. Two o'clock came. Two o'clock in the afternoon? Three o'clock came. Oh, God, don't tell me after that four o'clock. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is getting tense now. Four o'clock came. Oh, stop. Five. Five came. Are you fucking kidding Don't me? tell me six came as well. Six o'clock came on a Sunday evening. Now imagine we'd been at a nightclub a long time before this. Oh, Jesus. Seven o'clock on ready a Sunday for evening. Getting ready for Glenroe. Oh, Jesus Christ. And the radio mulching. Not a sign <laughs> that was on of them. Not a sign, nor a sin, you nor a call, boy. nor nothing. At about 20 past eight, that oh, Sunday night. This truck drives in. <laughs> this fucking pick, pick up fucking truck. accident truck Stop. pulls in with a car above on the back of it. Oh Jesus, your mother must have been beep, going beep, beep, wild. Beep, 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 beep. I'm going, what the fuck is this? And the Freddy in the fucking front seat. Stop it. And I went, what? The fuck is this? <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> the story goes that he drove to Betty's town <coughs> to watch the sun come up. Oh, very romantic, and Freddy. And he drove so far out <laughs> on the beach. Don't. They went for a skinny dip. And he fell asleep. And so did she. They got, they got back into the car and fell asleep. They fell asleep in the car. And he woke up at about 20 past oh, eight with the tide in around the accelerator and oh, the Jesus. fucking brake and he couldn't start the car. Oh my God. So he got out of the car and got your one out of the car and they sat back on the dune and they watched the tide coming in glug, 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 oh, glug, glug and completely submerged the car about a mile and a half out on the beach. The car came back with seaweed and water coming out the windows and everything. He sat back and watched the sun coming up they were safe, no accident, no, nothing happened. Yeah. First thing I said to him, did you get me fucking jacket out of the boot? Did you get the three the years two mixtapes in the fucking glove compartment? Did you get me favourite fucking scar? I didn't get fucking nothing. Jesus Christ <laughs> almighty, it was ruined. The car was ruined, everything was ruined. My mother comes out and she goes, what in the name of God? The car was in bits because it was salt water. Within yes. two days, it started corroding. The car fell apart. A Toyota Corroda. Um, <laughs> was he able to tell your mum exactly what happened? Yeah, he just said, uh, fell asleep at Betty Stone and uh, the car wouldn't stop. Now, your mum would have been very concerned about... And who was with you? Yeah. <laughs> who was with you? 
And would Freddie have said, X was with me and no, her I mean, parents her parents must be going demented. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, uh, I, would, would he have given that information? Nobody came. No, do you know what the thing was to us was the company car. The fucking <gasps> company car. And what car. happened to the company car? The one? company car, I don't know, but I'd say it disintegrated within a week. But from mm. us going round the town, cool as fuck. 24 hours later seaweed and one come and Betty's Town came into my house Betty didn't go to Betty's Town after that but what did he say to the to the company he I don't know did he say working with them for very long uh, I don't I think he left the job <laughs> soon enough he man the car from being the coolest dudes round Trangate Street and out to the nightclub and all the boys because you never think of the tide coming in do you <laughs> No, that ro- that's no, not you romantic, could, you see. No, but you no. see, it was romantic at the time because there could have been a bit of loving going on and there could have been this and they could have fallen asleep. And, and they've fallen asleep, the, yeah, right. They did the, not fall asleep. I bet they were... No, but after you after after that after that, after that you'd have a little sleep snooze in, yeah in the car the two of you but she was steamed. a Mitsubishi cold she couldn't she couldn't be you could put you the seat back you could up put the hand down and push it right back yeah and, or lie in the back seat together with your feet up somewhere and out the window the two of you just relaxing three simple minds live fucking tapes two oh, big no. country two live YouTube the battery was probably dead fucking, too. and my lovely sheepskin jacket in the boot of the car and did you Fuck. get it back did you no get it? she didn't give a me and my brother were hitching back to Dublin. We were living in Cabra Park, and uh, well, this is where you lived in the same bedroom. <coughs> yeah, and the you bed, shared the same bed. This is the bed set, and it was a Sunday evening about four o'clock, and we were under the bridge, the du- the, the the double bridge, and down the bottom of the Dublin Road. Oh yeah. Uh, in in Navan, and we were hitching, and we had packed up the bags. We had all our clothes washed. We had all our jeans washed. We were going back to Dublin to Trinity for for another week. We had cheddar cheese and we had sausages and we had bacon and rashers and my mother had stocked us up coal to coal like <laughs> turf bags of blocks uh, calicoes and ass we had two two bottles a couple of ducks two uh, 60, 60 pork chops 400 pairs of socks we were going back to Dublin from Navin and we were out the, we had been out the night before so we said we'd have one point down on Smith's at the bridge just before we hitched. <laughs> so the two of us went in and we had a lovely <laughs> quick pint. What time is it? Was it about four o'clock? No, it was four o'clock on a Sunday afternoon and this was before the bypass, uh, before the, the dual carriageway to Dublin. And I felt, as I put my thumb out, as I, f- I just said, and we're at the river, there's nowhere to go to the toilet. And I just went, hmm, do I need to wee? No, I don't. And I put the thumb out. And I said, right, I'll hold on. So it's grand. Because there was a busy, busy, busy thoroughfare. People come from Calvin. How long does it take to go from Navin to Dublin? About, ah, back, back in the day, an it hour. was only an hour. Do you remember the ad? Only Navin. an hour. Only an hour from only Dublin. An hour from Dublin. Oh, that's obviously a Navin ad. No, that was one of the biggest ads. They already ads. had that ad nationally. Navin right. Carpets, only an hour from Dublin. It was one of the biggest ads of the... In Navin. For the last 50 years. Yeah. That won, won radio awards all over the world. Navin Carpets. As well as Aboriginal people that would never have seen the light of day, and you meet them in the street in Sydney, and they say, "Where are you from?" And I go from Navan. Only an hour from Dublin. So about forty-five minutes later, this car stopped. <laughs> this car stopped. Were you I saw it was, but I said, "We've got to get to Dublin." We'd had the pint. We were out the night before. Oh car stops. I would have. We fired the bags in. Where are you going, Fiddleborough? We went. Yes, we got into the back of the car. Then we got to Mulhuddert and there was traffic. 
Now, Uh-oh. back before the bypass and all this, the motorway, Mulhudrat, Clonny, it was windy, it was this, it oh, was Jesus. that. And, and I'm in the back of the car and I'm starting to get agitated. <laughs> <laughs> my brother... My Your legs are dancing. This is a true story. My brother, Freddie's asleep here because he's... A, and I'm there going, hey, yeah, yeah, and they're talking, and I'm oh, going, and I'm there, you? and I start, he was, it was just one lad driving, and I'm sort of started saying, yeah, 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 and you don't ask a lad, can you get out and stop and have a wee when you've oh, a lift? So we got to Mulhudder, and we get to Blanchardstown, and I'm started, <laughs> I'm up <laughs> off the seat, and I'm there like this, and I'm really starting, rubbing to, the and then I'm coming in by the Ashtown tin box, <laughs> in by the Phoenix Park, and I'm rubbing, and I'm going, please, 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 keep don't take your water. starting to get the hot sweats now, and I'm there going, I'm not going to wee, 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 I'm in the back of the car, all we want to do is get to Dublin, and then he comes into Cabra, and I'm in by Fibsburg, by the church, and he drops us off, and we get the bags, what is Freddie, quick! I'm fucking bursting for the jacks, and I'm really bursting. I've got to go to the toilet. I'm really bad, Fred. Really's laughing. And we go around that little shop, and there's an alleyway there. We're across from the Cabra Church, and the big church, and there's a side alleyway into Cabra Park. And we get to, and I, and I know I'm going 42, 44, 46, 52, 54, 58, 58 Cabra Park. And Freddie puts the key in the door. And I have a lovely pair of bleached denims. Oh, no. I have a lovely pair because I was in the big country and you two and simple minds. And, and, and my mother just washed them. And then <laughs> I, I get up the stairs and I get up to the first no, landing no, and no. I can see the door. And I go, and I fucking bursted. And as I lifted my final leg, I just said, oh. And then I just stood there. I stood there. And the wee just went round down the sides of boats and my my, lo- my lovely faded jeans just went oh, dark no, blue. No, and no. I just fucking stood there going, I can't hold it anymore. I can't hold it anymore. I'm fucking bursting. And I pissed my pants oh. right outside the door. Oh. And... Uh, only, only feet. Uh, we were living, myself and the brother, we were sharing a house, right? Right, we were sharing a house in Dublin. Now, my uh, habitats in Dublin changed rapidly over the years I lived there. I started off living in Cabra Park in a little bedsit, number 58, Cabra Park. On your own? No, myself and my brother, in a bedsit. It was so small, we shared a double bed, right? The two boys up from Navin. It was so small. You shared it, and how old were you? Uh, 17, 18 or 19. 17, 18 or 19, he had three. Yeah, my brother repeated the leaving three times, so I caught up with him. So. (laughs) 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 The poor bastard. I was in in second year when Freddie did the leaving, Tommy, and I think he repeated three times before we finally got to Dublin. You were in second year when he did it. First time. Can I just say, by the way. What was he aiming for? I I don't know. What were we all aiming for? You fill out my CEO. Yeah, I fill out yours. You fill out mine. Uh, and that's the way we were. So I was 16 doing my leaving cert, believe it or not. I was 17 on the 17th of August and I had my Trinity ID. We were wow. living in 58 Cabra Park. I swear, the, 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 the cupboard, you opened the cupboard and you had this tiny little two ring cooker and then you had a little tiny sink and there was a communal toilet on the on the landing. And there was always But you know, Brother G had a communal bed. Yeah. So. <laughs> There was always ah. there was always that imperial leather bit of soap. Do you know that oh, old yeah. stuck to the thing? And 
Yardly, there was always a yardly pop. I just can't get over yourself and your brother sharing the bed in your late teens. Like, and would you be legs be touching off each other and don't be touching me? And I'm going to tell you one thing about sharing a bed. That wouldn't be weird, would it? Listen, boys. No, not not for brothers. We didn't think it it would be weird for anybody. We were coming from Nav and we were just happy to be in Dublin because we realised what it was all about. We realised what first the power of Furstenberg. That's all we cared for. That alcohol. Furstenberg beer was the big beer oh, at the yeah. time and snake bites we yeah. would mix 50-50 cider in and we'd have all the boys over so anyway sleeping together in how a bed how did you work out if one of you got lucky one of us took the couch in the sort of a uh, sort which of a, was a, beside annex, the bed which was in the same room like. <laughs> it was in the cooker I'll tell you a good one about getting into bed with my brother um <laughs> Where are we going? Right. We came back from the local nightclub in Navin and we had a lot of beer on. We were back from Diamonds. I don't know what time of the morning it was. We were belubas. And it was a Saturday night in Navin. And you know what we were doing in the middle of the winter? <laughs> it, it was so cold. We'd leave, we'd put on the air. Uh, we put on the electric blanket before we go to the nightclub. That's right, the time we get back in, it'd be about nine hours and it would be roasting, be fro- So we'd have to walk home past the Tinkers and the Greyhounds and we'd get into the bed. And Was then- this a Navin? As well. Yes, yes, in my so house. You, you, sh- you shared a bed in, in Navin well, as well. That, this one particular I'm, night, I'm right? I was too drunk to. I don't know what happened, but anyway, I got into bed with my brother because I didn't want to make noise in the other part of the house. So that because it's like you know, creeping around the house at five o'clock in the morning. Steamed. The last thing you want to do is wake your wake, mother. Yes, yeah. What's that noise? I close that door. We'd be coming in the door. It'd be like CSI Miami and FBI and fingerprints, and then finally got into the bed. Now we are astocious helicopters ossified. And then we'd be taking off the jeans and, and the smell of drink and we both get into the bed and it was lovely. It was, oh Lord, the two was, just be quiet now. We're safe, we're safe, we're safe. And the, we left the electric blanket on. Oh, Lord, safe. That was about Unless seven o'clock. This is about five o'clock in the morning. The heat, it was like getting into Mount Etna. It was like getting into Volcano. But you know what happened then? We were so bananas. At about eight o'clock in the morning, I was all sweating and everything. The electric blanket was still on. And didn't I feel a little hand <laughs> rubbing me leg, the inside of my leg, and I thought I was dreaming. <laughs> so I said, this is one of the best dreams I've ever had. And I said, my brother was dreaming as well, but he was rubbing the inside of my leg. And then his hand was moving up a little bit closer and closer. And then I jumped out of bed and went, what the hell? And I jumped up and I went, what, what are you at? What are you at? He goes, oh. And then I just got out of the room, went into oh, my own bed. Wow. I went out of the room. Got, we were so ossified and the heat of the electric blanket and the dreams, it was utopia. But tell us about uh, sharing a bed in Dublin. Oh, like, sorry, yes. Yeah, how long did that go on for? Uh, just probably that, that first year. That first a year. year. No. <laughs> Did the, the incident in Navin not put oh, you off sharing a bed with them? No. The best one ever. I, I have so many stories about living in Dublin, but we were in Cabra Park. Then we went to Ockram Street in Stony Batter. Then we moved over to Rat Mines, Grosvenor Road. Then we started. My brother got a job. He failed college. I failed college. Then we moved out to uh, Black Rock Main Street over the chip shop. You know, Black Rock is a fork yeah. in the road. We mm. lived over the main street, over the chipper there. Then we moved to Glenagiri, Glengara Park. Then we moved to Watson Road, Helene. Now, there was a nurse there. She uh, <laughs> shared the bed she, with you uh, too. She had this rugby player of a boyfriend. <laughs> she used to come in on a Thursday night and they'd go upstairs at about seven in the evening and they'd go at it. And me and Freddie, they'd be pretty loud now. Pretty loud. Bouncy, bouncy. Like, it'd be like, it was like being in a scrum. And sometimes me and Freddie, 
used to stand on the kitchen table <laughs> and put the glass up to the roof and listen to them to try and get the stereo sound. And one time they were so loud that he had, we had to have dishcloths in our mouth to stop ourselves stop. laughing because you could hear everything. Like it was, it was like being watching a porn movie, but without the pictures. Right. But yeah. So like listening to a porn movie. Listen to a porn movie. <laughs> anyway, to cut porn. a long story short, the graduate pub was was less than half a mile from where we watched uh, for, from us. So we watched Italian nineteen ninety there, and uh, I'll never forget. Uh, it was during Italian ninety that we came back to Watson Road. My brother was going out with a girl from Kalini. And I'll never forget this. At about eight o'clock in the morning, the one of the mornings, we were all lying in the bed, uh, not together, but all in our rooms. And there was a knock on the door. Sure. And it was her brother. And he was going bonkers at eight o'clock in the morning. <clears throat> and I went down and opened the door and he went, we're after winning the fucking lottery. I says, what? Jesus. He says, we're after winning the lottery. I said, what the fuck? He says, yeah. I have a ticket in my pocket that's after winning the national lottery. Freddie's girlfriend's brother, brother of the family, had just won the lottery, and we were there. The two boys, me and me jocks, with me brother. It was a great story. The and brother, so the, so 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 the, the family won. The, the family just won the lottery. Yeah. How much? Freddie, how much? How much? A million and a half back in wow. 1990, 1989. And did they have a party that you were invited to, or anything yeah, like that? I don't know what happened after that. We went drinking for the day, but great stories, wow. great memories. But it reminded me of Italian nineteen ninety. Yeah, and Jack Charles. There used to be posh places in Mead for weddings, like uh, the Kerr... The, the traffic lights outside the library. <laughs> the Headfort and Kells. The roundabout Plain Road. That was awful and then, and then we got And then Mead the, got very posh. with The, the new tennis courts. The new oh. tennis courts. The handball alley. So we were going to Clonabraney House, and there was a wedding there. So it was a cousin of mine. So Trina, my mum, was there. And we were all there, all the cousins, everybody, the boys. Now, I had a three-piece suit. I locked up the house. Two socks and a pair of jeans. I locked up the house and I ordered a minibus to take us to Clonabrini House from our house near the Kells Road in Navan. And, I, and as we left the house, I checked the door and I had the key of my mother's house. And I said, I've got the key, by the way. And we went to the wedding. And we had a great night at the wedding. And then at about 11 o'clock that night, we were waltzing. And about one in the morning, everyone was getting tired. And I ordered the same man from Navin to come back and collect me in a minibus. And then my mum was well into her 70s at this stage. I thought you were, saying, you were going to say she was well into the wine. We were well on it. So we, went, we, we got the minibus back from Clonabraney, the far side of Kells, into Navin. And it took, it, was, it took 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Great celebrations. And I get to the door of my house at a quarter to two, a quarter to two in the morning. And I try and find the key. I'm searching the suit. And the minibus... The infinite min- amount of pockets. The minibus goes. Inside pockets. The minibus goes. Pockets. The minibus goes. And I'm after having about 14 pints. Just, uh, one second. And it was a, a heavy-duty key. And then into the short pockets. Into, you know that, do you know that suit pocket at the back, which has a button? And I'm down, and there's wads of cash coming out. And I'm down. And I'm there, and my mother is there. Take that receipt and stamp. (laughs) And then there's the menu from the hotel is there. (laughs) And I'm going, one second now, lads, and there's no key. And I'm there. And then, and then, and then I take my jacket off, and I give it to my brother, 
And I said, can you check? Because I'm well on at this stage. And he's checking the jacket. And then I'm there going, right. And then we check outside under the, the pot of flowers. And then I went, did we ever leave a key out under the stones in the secret place? And we go over there and there's no key. So then there's about six of us standing outside the house at about two o'clock in the morning. And my mother is there. <laughs> And, then, <laughs> oh, Jesus. and she's there, uh, okay, and then I'm there going, no key, no key, no key, another 15 minutes of searching. I searched jacket, shirt, everything. I said, I'll take care of everything here. I'll take care of it. Give <laughs> me, the, give me one of the kids <laughs> into the window. <laughs> give me the mobile. Google, Google, Arboyne Hotel. Hello, hello. Yeah, is that the Arboyne Hotel? Yeah, hi, it's Hector. Yeah, Hector. Hector. H-E-K-T-T-O-R. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> have you got a couple of rooms tonight? Yes, you have. Thank you. I'll take three of them right now. We'll be there in 50 minutes. What time is it? It's just at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, stop, it's my stop, house. Stop, stop. So we have no key out or nothing. How did you get there? <laughs> we have no key out or nothing. So we had the most magnificent day. And, and now it was turning into the fucking Holocaust. It was the time. My mother. I think that's a mistake. My mother turned into Medusa. She was like, the key! I've got the key! Who's got the key? So I then I had to ring the same taxi man back. Paul! <laughs> Paul, it's Hector. You wouldn't come back. <laughs> and bring us out to the yard, boy. <laughs> we're, we're staying there tonight. <laughs> imagine, imagine dropping the family off the <laughs> I said, it's a long story, Paul. He said, uh, he, he dropped us off at the... <laughs> he gets better. He gets Please better. God, no, he gets better. Oh, I'm, up to the, I'm up to the reception. You need to break. I'm up to the reception in the Arboyne Hotel at three o'clock in the morning, booking my family in. <laughs> and my mother's going, get me a bed. Quick, quick. Your mother is out. I took three shit. rooms for everybody and I put my mum in. I got a cup of tea and I put my mum in. Then my brother went down for another pint and I said, I need a pint. And then everyone was like this. I got up at seven in the morning on that Saturday morning. And I was out in the car. I was outside in the, in the, in the foyer and I was Googling. Navin, locksmiths, locksmiths, <laughs> locksmiths, okay. Then at nine o'clock, half nine, Saturday. Hello, how are you? How are you? Tecta here. Um, you're, uh, would you be able to do a job and go in the back door of a house? Oh, yeah, Hector, no bother. We'd be there about 11 o'clock. Is there? Can you do it any sooner? We're in a hotel. No, no, about half, 11, 12. Out to the house again with the locksmith while everyone was in the hotel. Locksmith arrives. I get a taxi to the house. He goes to the back door and he goes, are you sure the one you want to do this, Hector? You've no key, have you? So he just goes, breaks the thing. He has a gun or a piston goes, next to me, he puts in a new thing and puts in a new plain glass of window and the whole thing. He gives me a new keys and everything. So he gives me four new keys to the back door. Back out to the yard, boying. Collect all the family. Ring the taxi again. How are you? Hello. Hello, Paul. <laughs> Hi, Paul. This is two o'clock in the afternoon and we're all looking like it's the, the zombies. 
and we finally get home and we go in the back door and we open the back door and then I go for a shower. And then I take off my suit and I hang the suit up. Then I go, what's that little slitty, tiny little pocket that's inside? There's a little slit pocket. Shut up. Tiny little pocket beside the lapel. A Do you know what? pocket, Jen. Do you know what? On the inside of the jacket. On the inside. There's a tiny slit. There's a second slit Look at pocket. Look there. There's You've a, got yeah, there. but there's Look. a tiny slip oh, pocket. No, there's a secret pocket. There's a secret pocket. Uh -oh. And what came out of the fucking jacket? The fucking key. Well, I swear to fuck. <laughs> Did I tell my mother? No. And Lord rest her. Thanks be to Jesus, no. It cost me about fucking 550 fucking euro. I've got the key, by the way. <laughs> I have to give a big shout out and a huge thank you to all the people who sent amazing words and condolences and shared their love with me over the last week. Thousands and thousands of you have been in touch on Facebook and on Twitter and on Instagram. It's been incredible. And the THL family, I swear to God, I felt as if you put a big arm around me as I headed off to Copenhagen last week. So Gurumila Mila Mahagi, and thank you all for getting in touch. Mm -hmm.